Beta Bros. Los hermanos Beta. I was about to say it. I was about to say it in Spanish. <laughs> Los hermanos Beta. Embetreados. Embetreados. Embetreados estos... Be no, 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 no. No, no, you can say without getting in trouble. I know, dude. You gotta be careful what you say. Esto pinche beta. Wait. It's a kid-friendly baboso. Oh, that's true. Hijo de su gran... No, no, wait. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode numero 77. Yeah, dude. Now dude, Gabe is in here. Know, we can actually man. say it right. Jeez. 7-7, seven, seven, dude. Seven, it's the luckiest seven. show of the year. What? Double luck. Listen to this episode. Seven. Oh, and you are the Beta Vegas. Bros, dude. 7-7. Seven, seven. The best show. Boom. Yo, you. Gonna happen right now, boy. Yep. I'm your daddy, boy. <laughs> I still can't get enough of that movie. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Um, so dude, yeah. you know they're trying to work on a... Uh, Michael Rooker um, cameo and yeah, yeah, dude, heck yeah, I'm signing that crowd ten times. I signed it with different names, dude. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. what I'm about to do. Uh, Eric Schwarzenegger, Eric Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Bill Eastwood. <laughs> uh, what was that? Ronald, Ronald Seinfeld. Ronald Seinfeld. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, dude, uh, that'd be awesome to actually have him in there, dude. That'd be crazy, dude. That'd be pretty cool, dude. But um. Yeah, so it's uh, the Beta Bros today, just uh, Jeff and Jay today. We're brothers. No uh, Gabe, uh, no Cat, uh, but they'll, uh, Cat won't be here next week. Uh, Gabe will probably be popping a little bit more often now, but uh, yep. we'll have him next week. But it's just you and me today, dude. Gabasonico. Let's do it. Let's make it. Gabasonico? Gabasonico. Uh, everything that's Gabe related has to be in Spanish now, dude. We because should, dude. <laughs> because that one knows no Spanish. Yeah, he's the most Spanish-knowing-looking one out of all of us. Oh, Spanish-looking. <laughs> when he told me he didn't speak Spanish, I'm like, what? <laughs> dude, no, yeah, still to this day, it trips me out, dude. He totally looked like he speaks Spanish. Dude, that he's like that dude is like the the hieroglyphic drawings of like the Aztec warriors that you see, like on the on the big old like Mexican pyramids or whatever. Like he's the face that you see on there, dude. Dude, I just like just have him like carrying a naked <laughs> Yeah, woman, exactly. Like, the, like, yeah. That's what he looks like. He's dude. the he's the dude that is spray painted or like airbrushed on, on the, the pickup trucks. On the all the pickup trucks dude. The El Camino. Right next to the freaking Becerro and the <laughs> yeah, exactly. and the Virgin Mary or whatever. Exactly. It's Dafu holding up his hyena. <laughs> His Aztec kind yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll have him uh, next week. But um, yeah, man. So we got a, a a packed show again. Every week we got some good stuff to talk about. One more game. And uh, before we start off, dude, did you see the uh, new trailer for the show Gifted? Or I did, dude. Is it gift, The Gifted? Or I think gifted? it's The Gifted. The Gifted? Yeah. The gifted, the gifted. I did, dude, and um, it was uh, it was good. I liked it. Um, uh, but uh, there's a butt in there. There's definitely a butt. There's a butt in, in there. there. Yeah, <laughs> and that uh, it just um, it it looks a little too free for me for me. Like you know that new. It used to be like uh, ABC Family, I think, or something like that. It's called Freeform, but now, now? it's like Freeform. So it kind of has like that teen family drama type of feel to it, uh, which I guess is appropriate because I think it, it's like it is um, it's uh, focused on like those two teenagers and like their family and all that stuff. Um, but like, I don't know, just like the visuals and everything kind of felt like a little too like 
like like those type of shows. If 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 it definitely it definitely uh, gave Why don't you me look over there. Flu scared me, dude. dude. I thought so. I was looking. Over <laughs> there, dude. It scared me. Uh, no, um, it did give me the ABC Family. Look at the Power vibe. Just looking at is it, it movie food? Damn, turn it around. <laughs> scaring the crap out of me. It is scary, dude. It's like, and he's like pressed up against the wall too. And he looked like he turned his head too. Like I right? can't get, I can't get away. <laughs> Stop scaring me, fool. I'm sorry, dude. I can't help it. Can't even look over there now. <laughs> but uh, no, it did give me the ABC Family feel, right? Uh, yeah, it did. D- it totally did. I, I'm not. I don't know why, but it did. It kind of made me feel that way. But uh, which isn't a bad thing. But it's just, um, I like. I just hope it doesn't fall into those tropes or like those like the same type of um like i I don't know like i just don't want it to be like melodramatic and like just um yeah like 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 just like forced yeah like dramatic scenes and all that sort of thing like it it didn't blow me away but it was kind of cool to see that um they're trying to incorporate it into the same x-men universe you know because they actually mentioned x-men and brotherhood yeah yeah yeah. uh, and uh it, it was just kind of uh kind of cool that they that they did that but the trailer itself yeah it just didn't you know yeah i like a weird f- and um and i was kind of hoping that it would it would kind of do or and and it very much can still go that way but that it goes more of like the heroes type of like because it it, it also resembled that to a certain degree like yeah, it almost did. had yeah. like a feel of like the first season of heroes like the good season mm-hmm. where um you know everyone was just kind of like figuring things out and and um yeah i kind of hope that it has that because it's 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 almost like the same premise to a certain degree where it's like this government agency looking for like all these mutants Capturing and stuff and trying to capture them and do all that sort of thing so it kind of has that going forward already that's that's like hero-esque i guess mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i hope that it, it does more of that than like you know just some regular like channel seven family drama i know freaking family of five or party of five <laughs> party whatever of five, it's called. yeah party of x yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the new uh everyone's gonna be like party of 10 what yeah exactly uh but no yeah it's uh it, it i mean it's, it's it's cool but we'll see i guess we'll have to wait i think it comes out either later this year early 2018 so oh okay yeah so we'll have to wait and see. It's I'm just curious to see what what because I think I read somewhere that they were gonna use some established characters already, like some, uh, like known X Men characters. They're not all gonna be like new, new mutants or whatever. Well, they did mention like Polaris, which is she is a, uh, um, a known character. Mm. She's one of Magneto's kids actually, so she's got like oh, some magnetic snap. powers. And if you see the trailer, you see somebody using, yeah, that type of power. So. It's kind of cool that's again they they are tapping into the um like the pre-existing yeah, X-Men the X-Men universe, universe. so uh um, and it, and it's directed by Brian Singer too right Yeah yeah which is which is gives, kind of cool gives it some legit legitimacy yeah <laughs> legitness legitness uh but yeah it definitely uh I just I just like uh, some of um some of Brian's like I, I feel like I'm kind of I'm kind of over Brian Singer's X Men movies. I feel like someone else should definitely like. Uh, uh, I feel like what made X Men First Class uh, better was having Matthew Vaughn involved, and he kind of like 
infused it with like a new style and like a new um, kind of revitalized it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas all the stuff that Brian Singer does is all kind of like the same type of thing. Like, and I can't really put my finger on it, but it's just you can you can tell that it's a Brian Singer like production, I guess, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like he just has like a certain. Well, at style least it's not Brent Ratner. That's true. Yeah, that is. It's not. It's not Brent Ratner, so that's cool. That is true. <laughs> But um, I'm trying to see what the because I know I think isn't Jamie Chung. I know she's in that. She's in the show. Um. Oh, yeah. So she's Blink. And I think Blink is. Yeah, she's a, another uh, well-known character. A well-known too. character. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to remember. I was like, I know that she was cast as a well-known character. I couldn't remember the name until I checked it out right now. But speaking yeah. of uh, well-known characters, they've already uh, confirmed uh, two um, actresses for the uh, new X-Men movie, which is actually the New Mutants. Oh, yeah. Which is pretty cool, which is uh, Maisie Williams or uh, Arya Stark. Yep. Um, and Maisie Williams is playing Feral, which is kind of like a werewolf-type uh, mutant. And then uh, Anna Taylor-Joy is playing Magic yeah. uh, with Who's, a K. Dude, I didn't know that she was a Colossus, Colossus sister. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I, I honestly did. I didn't even know he had a sister and that she was part of the X-Men yep. universe. She wasn't but as prominent dope. as uh, Colossus, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, she's she was part of the New Mutant uh, comic book. So Yeah, and that she like does magic, right? Uh, yeah, but she's like, also, she also wheels a sword and stuff. So it's, it's pretty she's, sweet, dude. She's pretty dope, dude. And then uh, they'll have Cannonball, Sunspot, some pretty legit uh, New Mutants, dude. Uh, I can't remember the other ones right now. Um, but those two stand out. Cannonball always stood out to me, and then Sunspot, too. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. So we'll see how that movie goes. Hopefully, well, there's Sunspot has already been. He was in. Uh, he was in. Um, uh, what is it called? Um, Days of Future Past. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, but this is gonna be the New Mutants version, you know, as a kind of a starting out team. So. Yeah, I read that there was it was um, rumored that James McAvoy was gonna gonna um, yeah, but the same reprise not, his role as uh, Professor X. But yeah, now I read something today that it said he wasn't. Or that that it hasn't been officially cast yet, so I guess we'll see, dude. Yeah. See what happens. Here. Yeah, we'll see about that, dude. So hey, let's let's uh, talk about a movie that's coming out this week. That wait, wait, wait hold up before oh, we what? move on, dude. What, what, what? I saw a picture of Josh Brolin today, dude. That was like I was trying to get bulked up, dude, for <laughs> cable. That fool looked like okay, maybe it's just me, dude, but he looked like a. Like a doing flower, dude. No, he looked like a little person, but big. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at that picture again, dude. I didn't see honestly. All I saw was I saw a picture of him like his bicep or something like that. Because if you all... see from the top bottom, he looks like a buff fidget, dude. <laughs> I didn't I didn't yeah. get that, but that's amazing though. <laughs> you go back and look at it, and you look. You like it looks like we're talking like about the same person. picture, right? Where he's just like he's it's in just a black like a tank top, but it's like a close up just of his bicep, isn't it? No, it's like shows him and uh see I didn't see that. I just there was one where it's just like it's like his fist is kind of covering his face, but all you see is like a yeah, it's bulging a, bicep. I think, I think it said something like um uh he's training for um cable? Yeah. Um yeah, in that picture for me, dude, it just looked like he was like a like maybe it's just a bad angle, dude. I, I yeah I think it, I think it's probably a bad angle, dude. Well, because obviously you know that was not 
a little person, so. <laughs> but he's not. Look, look at, look. All right, let me see. Let me move over. Don't tell me he doesn't look like a buff midget. <laughs> look, look at, because his arm looks small. You know what, dude? He he definitely has like a Oompa Loompa, like, like, he has like a Oompa Loompa size head right there, dude. Like For some reason, like, his, his head looks big, but his arm looks really small. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. See, that's not the one I saw earlier today. It was just, like I said, it was just like a close-up of his bicep, and he was looking all buff. Yeah, because that one says Josh Brolin is not training for cable. And you look at that picture, dude. Dude, you got to you gotta post this on the Facebook, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you have to look, send it to me. Look how he looks, dude. That is pretty trippy. That might be offensive to uh Little YouTube, person. But that's why I had to go back and say, oh, I'm <laughs> But that is pretty crazy, though. Anyways. Yeah, dude. Um... Anyways, but it's happening though. Anything else for the <clears throat> X Men movies, and then we'll go on to the next thing right now. Uh, I don't think so, dude. I think that's all the X Men news. All the all the X Men little person news. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so people. let's talk about Alien. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I almost said it. It almost came out, dude. Dang. All right, dude. It's okay. We'll uh, edit out in post. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Dude. All natural people. This is all. This, this goes. Is this raw, is one take. Raw, dude. We're like Frank Sinatra up in this piece. Exactly. We're done. Whatever. First take <laughs> what you hear is what is is all we got. <laughs> exactly. Until that's it. We don't have any more, dude. We that's don't have it. any more, dude. We run out of juice. Hey, uh, Alien Covenant, dude. Dude. We been waiting dude, for that movie, dude. That was the one thing I loved about um the Prometheus trailer. We always used to talk about it with Danny, my brother-in-law. Uh, there was like this one like particular sound that would play like underneath all the, you know, super intense dramatic scenes like, you know, all like buildings were falling and freaking, you know, aliens were bursting out. And there was like this high pitched like alarm squeal sound. And we were like, dude, I, for whatever reason, we were more excited to hear that sound in the movie than anything that we saw visually in the trailer. But then we want to go see the movie. And it was like, dude, that sound was never in any of the like it didn't come out in the movie at all dude so we're like dude we were hyped up just to hear like the high-pitched alarm sound for whatever reason and it had like no real bearing on anything but it just sounded amazing dude i was like dude i want to see that in action i don't even know what you're talking about and you wouldn't dude i would have to post <laughs> up the original prometheus uh, trailer for everyone to know what i'm talking about but it was awesome but it was awesome <laughs> but it was a letdown well look from what i read the some of the reviews about alien covenant it, they're saying that uh, Ridley Scott heard a lot of the complaints out of Prometheus and improved on it. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting, I've read a lot of um, mixed reviews. Did you see any of that? Like some people yeah. liked it, some people hated it. It definitely seems like it, it's a mixed bag yeah. of. It almost reviews. sounds like you're either going to like it or you're going to hate it. I mean, yeah, I, there's, um, there's no middle ground. I forgot where it was. Like it's It was like <laughs> one particular website and like three different people reviewed the movie and they all had like varying degrees of you know their review rating or whatever was i think one went as low as like six or whatever and then the other one went as high as like nine or something like that so it definitely has yes i guess it's one of those things where like there's no real like middle ground it's kind of like you know it's it's either you really you're really into it or you're just kind of like meh like mediocre in the middle type of thing yeah, definitely. It's uh, I I I saw I saw I read a couple of reviews where it was exactly that way. Like one reviewer like loved it and 
was you know saying it was a, a big hit, and then another person said uh, it was good, it's going to be the the most disappointing movie of the summer. Um, so it's weird because yeah. how can you have two ends of the spectrum? You know, being mm-hmm. one's really good and one's really bad. So um, I'm looking forward for answers. Yeah, because I mean, the wrong thing with Prometheus was that it left so many questions out there. It just didn't. It was not satisfying. There wasn't much alien in it, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, so it looks like this movie kind of fixes that with the actual uh, xenomorph, what they call it. Dude, the Prometheus, like it was, it was, it was more complicated and less sati- less satisfying than freaking Interstellar, dude. Which was weird to watch, like in the beginning, where you're kind of like, "What the heck is happening? Like, what is going on?" The movie was so freaking confusing. You had to like watch it like four or five times. But this one was like even worse, dude. Like I feel like it didn't even really give you like a payoff in the end. No, I think the yeah, it, and everything was just kind of like what? Why? It's almost like it's it got started. Oh, we're gonna go talk to the engineers, and the movie ends. They're like, ah, dang. Yeah, yeah. Something. You know, you wanted to get more of that, but apparently there's more backstory to it. So, you know, I'm looking forward to to see more of that. Um, survival horror type thing, you know what I mean? Right. Like the scary part, the you know, the the xenomorph coming out of the shadows and stuff and being being very menacing and stuff. So that that I'm looking forward to that, dude. And then dude, anything Danny McBride is in, dude. I, I know, right? That That's was, true. That was awesome, dude. <laughs> I want to see Danny McBride. But in this kind of you know, Danny McBride is usually in comedies, but to be in an actual like sci fi action movie, that's yeah. kinda cool, man, to see him in a different element, dude. That's that is pretty dope, dude. Speaking of Danny McBride, I I read something today that he's like writing a like a Halloween reboot. Yes, dude. Script or something he's like that. In charge of which of seems kind of weird because I wouldn't see him, I wouldn't like I wouldn't see him attached to something like that. I know, me neither. But it's, it's cool. I surprise. mean, just kind of going on what you were just saying, like the fact that he's branching out into different things. You know, you wouldn't really expect him to show up in a like a sci-fi horror thriller type of movie I know, so dude. yeah dude that's I, heard, I read about that too that's like that is pretty sweet dude mike myers dude yeah. mike myers <laughs> thanks for ringing up dude <laughs> is mike myers is that mike myers or is that uh, that's, jason that's, that's mike myers oh okay no wait, no no wait i think it's jason isn't it that's jason that's jason Bor- <laughs> Bor- um yeah, Michael Myers is just the the little uh, Halloween music. Scary. Scary stuff. Legit, dude. That used to scare me as a kid, dude. Let's so watch it, dude. Let's watch it right after this. Hell no. Let's do it. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Under the blankets. <laughs> All scared, dude. But no, um, yeah, dude, as a, as a dude, kid, that freaked me don't out. Don't let your feet show, dude, or all of a sudden, Kukui's going to come <laughs> and bite you, dude. Your feet. Cover your feet. And Chamuko's going to get you. Dude, man, I remember I used to see Mike Myers everywhere. Dude. As a kid. Do you remember where they used to say like if you left your uh, if you left your closet door open and you stared into like if you stared through the doorway for too long, then like you'll start seeing things. Dude, that happened to me once. Shut up, fool. Dude, I left the, the I left it I left the the uh, the uh, closet door like wide open, and I was just like staring right into it, and Michael Myers' face came out, dude. See. Hell no, dude. Nope. Nope. Let's talk about something else. I'm just kidding. But, um. No, dude, yeah, I'm excited to see. I, I am, like, legitimately excited to see, uh, Alien Covenant because it, it, like, the idea, 
of you know this being like a uh, what is it like a recon recolonization program or whatever or like mission where they're all couples like it kind of even that just kind of throws in a different dynamic too like of it's like the extreme version of um like the amazing race or something like that yeah. like it's just like you know couples uh you know being put in situations where they need to either protect each other or you know they're just gonna leave the other stranded and just kind of go and like you know rescue themselves or like just try to survive and just forget about the person that they came with so that seems pretty cool too because it adds like a different element to like the whole survival theme or whatever it's like are you gonna do what it takes to keep yourself alive or are you gonna do something to keep your partner alive too or to save them so that should be pretty cool too yeah, it to looks see. it looks cool dude. and really scott has already said that he wants to do two more two more which are still going to be considered prequels to lead up to the first alien that's crazy dude. so do two more sequels dude dang so yeah i'm, I'm uh I, I hopefully we'll see if i can t- check it out this weekend we'll have a review next week but uh yeah i'm looking forward to checking it out and it's always cool too like i feel like you have to give credit to uh ridley scott for continuing to empower his female characters even though in the last one uh i forget what her name is numi or rap, uh, rapace or rapace, rapace whatever her name is um i mean I, I feel like it was she she didn't really provide anything special she didn't really do anything um that was particularly hero- heroic but um daniels in this one definitely looks like you know it's kind of like a return to form to the ripley days or whatever and she like was she dope though in that movie though dude she freaking perform surgery on herself yeah i guess so but it just uh i think what i what i didn't like about prometheus is that and i i forget where i i heard of that or i read that and and i like totally agreed with it was that like these like extremely like smart people who are all supposed to be specialists or like geniuses or or you know you know first class in like their their particular field we're just making like the stupidest decisions ever dude like we're just being super dumb and like especially you know uh i forget what it, i think her name is what shaw or something like that or yeah yeah dr uh, shaw the charlie's there no no no, no. uh knew me right? oh elizabeth shaw elizabeth shaw My yeah, bad. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. um like her and her boyfriend or husband whoever that fool was like they like i just felt like they were just super like like naive and gullible throughout the whole movie and it was just like ah it just it was it took me out of the movie every time they would make a decision because i'm like how dumb are you dude like that you wouldn't do that if you're like a like a super smart doctor scientist specialist in, in your field like it just seemed dumb dude so uh that's why i couldn't really give them credit for anything dude. i'm like oh, you guys are stupid <laughs> you guys deserve this crap yeah i know right but this i mean and so far like this one looks like uh daniels is definitely in like one of those fight or flight situations so and that's one of the cool things too is that like she's not like in like an overtly badass person who's just kind of like ah, i'm gonna take control of the situation at least from like the trailers it looks like you can see like the horror on her face and you can see that she's just like scared out of her mind but she's still like you know she's holding a freaking gun or whatever it is that she's holding like she's still trying to do what she can to survive so that's pretty cool to see that because it's like you know, it's it's either you or me, mm-hmm. and she's gonna do whatever she has to do. Definitely, dude. So I was like, dude, that's pretty dope. I like. Thanks, dope, dude. I, like I, I wanna, I wanna definitely check it out. Hopefully this weekend, and uh, we'll see it. So, yeah, dude. Um, 
So let's move on really quick. Hold on, fool. You can't even, you can't, you can't, now you what? can't now what? continue without talking about dual Michael Fassbenders, dude. And well, it's because I don't want to give, I read, like I didn't, it wasn't a spoiler, uh, a full spoiler review, but I think this reviewer kind of uh, gave out a little bit more info than they should have. So I uh-huh. read it and I was like, that's kind of cool. But that's what I didn't want to talk about because I thought it'd be kind of a spoiler, but. Ah, dude. You're talking about because you said dueling, Michael Fassbender. No, I said duel as in two because it's gonna be, freaking oh the one that thanks dude, thanks. You're the one that's messed up. Con. You said dueling. No, I said duel Michael Fassbender's as in yeah duel like two du- as like in dos d u e l one dual. two. You said no you d u a l. You said. Dual Michael <laughs> Fassbender, so you messed it up, fool. Up, dude, you killed it. You're an idiot, dude. We haven't Dual. even seen the movie. We spoiled it. Well, let's move on from this point. Well, dual and dual, you say it the same way, <laughs> idiot. What are you talking about, dude? Well, you didn't let me finish because you're like, oh, well, I heard a spoiler, <laughs> blah blah blah. I'm talking dual. about dual Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yes, D U E L. My gosh. <laughs> There's gonna be two Michael Fassbenders in this movie. Is dueling. what I'm saying. Not dueling. <laughs> dos duel two, and they're gonna be awesome. And apparently they're gonna fight. Yeah, you you gave it away. Yeah, because yeah, you freaking <laughs> don't understand English. Well, apparently there is two, um, which we kind of knew a little a bit about, anyways. Because there's the old one, which was David, David right? Yeah. This and is Walter, right? Or and then like the Walter's the new one. Yeah. So now we have David Dude, and Walter. And I only wanted to bring it up what? because of the prologue, which was which was pretty crazy. You know, he's releasing the the, the black goo? pods or whatever, like onto he, that planet. He, he released he released his goo all over the planet. Yeah, dude. He like se los puso en el face. En face. los face de los ingenieros. Dude, he dropped that goo all over their face. Dude. So I mean, that's in the prologue. And um, you see, but, you can catch that on YouTube. Yeah, dude. But it, it's just it's it's crazy because you know, in Prometheus, it was freaking. It was uh, wasn't David, right? David. It was David who kind of like started the chain reaction of everything, you know, going down. And so, so it's a freaking robots, dude. Like the robots are just gonna be the end of us all, dude. Freaking robots, dude. But anyways, uh, we're going to have to wait and see. Dude, but we can't go on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shut up, fool. You already messed it up for some people, probably. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, it, it does look good. Michael Fassbender obviously is one of the bright spots on there, dude, because he was really good as um, the android on Prometheus. So, yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Can't wait. Definitely try to check it out. Dude, Michael Fassbender is still one of those that, like, like I'm so interested in everything that dude does, you know what I mean? Kind of like a like with Tom Hardy. Like I'll watch anything that fool puts out. Seriously, dude. So it's kind of like the same thing with like I saw a freaking Assassin's Creed. I was like, eh, it's cool. I haven't seen that yet. You haven't seen it? Is it good? It's good, dude. But it's kind of like is it boring? I, it, not yeah. It's boring, and at the same time, it's kind of disjointed. Like I feel like they were trying to do. Like they didn't they didn't merge the two stories well. I feel uh-huh. like it was a like I feel like they should have and, and uh, but that's part of like the Assassin's Creed story is having like the person in the animus and all that. But I feel like they should have just 
you know, either either focused on one story completely and then like just kind of revisited the next one like a sequel or something or like, you know, maybe started in the first movie in the past and then the sequel, like the repercussions of that in the future or like in the present, I guess. Um, but it just felt weird. And then uh, the uh, just like Michael Fassbender's motivations in the movie, too, were kind of like I feel like they were moving him too quick through like certain things like it didn't really make sense how he moved from like not wanting a fight to wanting to fight and then, you know, vice versa or whatever. Like it was just, it was just, yeah, it was just really weird. It was really weird. Yeah. But it was cool though. There were some visual, like there were some things that were like visually satisfying. It was like, oh, it's pretty cool the way they did that. Um, I still want to check it out. I just haven't had a chance to. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you want to, if you want to like, you know, get it off a Redbox or something like that, this is worth like two bucks. Cool. You're going to have to check it out then. Um, but yeah, Ma- Michael Fassbender is obviously he's, he's pretty good. So hopefully he'll uh, having two Michael Fassbenders in the movie, dual dual Michael Fassbenders. Dos. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Dueling. Why'd you say that? <laughs> Dumb dude, <laughs> just ruined it for everybody. Hey, so I wanted to. Uh, hey, if you guys want to send hate mail, send to the con at thebetareport dot com. Yep, that's not a working email. <laughs> <laughs> We should work. We should get our own email. <laughs> yeah, so you can so send you, you all the mail. hate mail, dude. Yeah, exactly. Forever five at gmail dot com at the beta report at the beta report. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, so I wanted to talk about a show that came out last week that I should have put for our pick of the week and I forgot. Um, but I'm gonna talk about it right now, dude. Let's do it, Master of None. What's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> Uh, what did he say in the when he came in the room? What's up? Yeah, something like What's that. <laughs> We're talking about a season. Sorry, dad, dude. dude in, in the first season, yeah. he stole it, dude. He he kind of was like the highlight on there, and he comes out also in season two. And both his real parents, both his real mom and his real dad, come out in in season one. He they also come out in season two. And it's so just, funny seeing his mom though in the show because you can kind of tell like that's not her thing. She's but the like, dad whatever. likes. But the dad tell. loves it, dude. You, you can, can tell that guy is just like he like he's just stealing the spotlight, dude. At oh, any dude. any opportunity he has, like, and he does, dude. He's so like his personality is so magnetic. Like you just he just comes on screen and you're automatically like drawn in. Like yes, dude. Like I want this dude to be my dad. Dude, <laughs> when he fixed so the funny. brightness on his on his uh, iPad, uh, it's like okay, cool, thank you, and it's yeah. like about to like see leave. you later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just so funny, dude. I think he really shines in that, dude. And mm. it's like he's just you know, it, just when he comes out in the screen, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's his uh, ta- him talking to a season. Sorry, but anyways, Master of None, dude, season two, it is amazing, dude. It is so good. It's better than season one. If you haven't got, guys haven't seen Master of None um, season one, it's on Netflix. You can go check it out. But you could, you could basically jump into season two without going into season one. They do touch on some things that happen in season one, but yeah. very small. It's not gonna make a make huge difference if you miss it. Um, it, it it's still kind of cool because you get to meet the characters, but you could still jump into season two and not miss much. Nice. Um, it is amazing, dude. It is so well written. It is so well acted. It is. It is. Um, the stories are engaging. Uh, 
it, the the it's it's funny, but it's not like Parks and Rec funny. If you're used to that with a season, sorry. Yeah. Um, like that clip with um in uh I think the episode called uh I think it's if it's not first date I can't remember what the episode is, but it um it's uh sorry I dropped the remote. The episode is uh one of the of uh, a season sorry's friends, which is a um he's an Asian guy with his with his dad and they're walking down the street and he's telling about uh remember the one he's telling, yeah. talking about. He's dating. Uh, <laughs> I really like this soup. Is <laughs> <laughs> his dad is asking for? Um, he's asking for uh, dating advice, and uh, it's funny because he's so deadpan in the way he says it, and it's so funny those little situations that just seem hilarious. Yeah. yeah um. It's the uh, episode number. It's uh, episode number seven. Door number three. It's what it's called, and uh, it's just great, man. It's just really funny. And uh, the standout episode for me in the whole season is episode six called New York, I Love You, where um, it, it it starts a little bit with Aziz and then it veers off into these three different stories. Of, like little vignettes. Of yeah, like of, you, of different people yeah. that you've never met before in the series. But it's so done well, so well, like you actually start kind of caring for these people or wanting to know more about their lives. It's split up into three, uh, a doorman, a deaf couple, and... Um, uh, it's like a taxi driver. Taxi drivers, yeah. And uh, and, them, and their friends and stuff. And it's it's so good. It was so... I just really liked it, man. I just... And then, and then they did something cool where the deaf uh, couple comes along where the sound goes out. And you're kind of yeah, living the, their, well, the way they would view things in their perspective. Mm-hmm. So well done, dude. It's just crazy that... You know, a season sorry as uh, Tom Haverford, you know that kind of funny, but when he gets into this, like he he wrote and directed a lot of these episodes, and you can see that all that creativity that he has. Yeah, dude, it's so, it's so good. But to me, that probably my favorite, the best standout to me of the season, is uh, an Italian actress by the name of Alessandra Mastronardi. I guess Master Nordi, mm-hmm. and uh, she plays a character by the name of Francesca, and um, it's it's Francesca, Francesca, and she uh, it's a uh, somebody that uh, Dev Patel, I guess his name is. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's his last name, right? In the probably, probably. <laughs> if not, that's I'm pretty, not trying to be racist. If not, that's pretty racist. I know. If it's not, I think they call he says Patel, but his name is Dev. So this is a season. Hope. Sorry, I know it's Patel, dude, uh, and. Uh, you, you you're introduced to her in the first episode, and then they carry on that friendship throughout. But she's great, dude. She is stunning, dude. She's beautiful too. That's but one. Of, oh no, go ahead. No, finish. No, she's beautiful, but she is such a great actress too. And um, she speaks a little bit of English. Yeah. So she obviously speaks Italian, but a little bit of English. So she's so believable in that person that you would probably meet in Italy and then become friends with. Yeah. Like it's like she seems like. Like a real person, you know, like yeah. you really could be friends with this person. I loved her. She was probably my favorite thing about the whole season, dude. That's one of the things too. And it, it uh, uh, in reading like reviews on the show, that a lot of people gave uh, credit to her and 
Deb's relationship, like the not a knock on like the uh, what was the old character? I think her name was Rachel in the first. Yeah, it's Rachel. Mm-hmm. Like they they did good too, but like they said that the their uh, chemistry here, Francesca's and Deb's uh, chemistry is like so much more palpable. I guess like it's more like you know you, you can you can just kind of see that there's more going on there than you did with anything that he had with like Rachel in the first season. So it's like even in that it's kind of you know like you're saying like a standout highlight of the show is just seeing like true genuine chemistry going on between the two characters. Um so that's something that I'm looking forward to actually seeing. And one of the other things too is that I've noticed it just a little, you know, short clips that you've shown me um is that like it it seems like he's going for you know like more of a um how would you say like more of a uh like a narrative style where it doesn't, he doesn't necessarily have to be like the highlight of every show he can like he literally just wants to tell stories and like it seems like he can veer off like you said into like different people's lives and it doesn't necessarily have to involve him but it's just always telling a good story which is like interesting because we we before we started recording uh we were watching the uh, episode new york i love you um and it is just, it is pretty awesome the way that he ties in the three narrative stories like like it, it is pretty genius like it, it starts with him Arnold and I forget what it, the the girl's name I think it's Denise right uh oh you're talking about uh, in the beginning yes yeah, in the beginning? it's Dev Arnold and uh, Denise and Denise yeah. so it's it's the episode starts off with them kind of walking through the city talking about a movie Death Castle. And it's cool because it's Nicolas like Cage. with Nicolas Cage, Emma yeah. Watson, and Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, <laughs> so it's cool because it's kind of like that. Just that in and of itself, like the 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 movie Death Castle, kind of ties all three of the narratives together. Um, but it's cool the way that they like that it does that. It's kind of like a like a through line through the different stories. Um, but I just love the way that it starts with them, and then you know you kind of like hear someone else's conversation and then it kind of follows them and then it moves into the, the, the doorman story. And then that kind of organically moves into the, you know, to the deaf, deaf couple story. And then that organically turns into the, like the, the cab, the, the cab driver story. So it's just cool how like he like seamlessly manages to like move from one story to another. And that's just one episode. And I'm assuming the rest of the season is like that, but to me, that's just like you said. Like it's just a testament to his creativity, like Dude, his ability to he write has, yeah. these sort of things. It's it's super cool. He there's an episode called Thanksgiving. It's episode eight. I already binged all of it. I watched all ten episodes. You're a beast and uh, You're a monster. I know, dude. I'm the con, dude. So, <laughs> um, so this episode called Thanksgiving, dude. It all takes place on Thanksgiving through like different uh, times, mm. like. It, it goes through, um, and it's mostly with the family of Denise and and uh, shows the friendship of Denise and Dev through the years. I mean, they were friends since they were little all the way through, you know, the present. Yeah. So, and, and that episode doesn't take place any other day but Thanksgiving through like 20 years. That's crazy. And That's so, for cool. example, one, ep- one part of the episode would be uh, 1985 or whatever. And then the next, uh, you know, the next segment would be 1990, yeah, the 1995 or whatever and stuff. But all takes place on Thanksgiving, and uh, it's 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 amazing, dude. That's cool. It's so dude. like original, so mm. creative. You haven't seen anything like that before, you know. 
And uh, you really get to um, learn about these characters. Like the one I was talking about, door number three, where Brian is the Asian um, friend who uh, is walking down the street with his dad. And his dad's telling him about his dating problems. Yeah. And like who he's going to date and stuff and everything. And just that interaction just made me crack up so much, dude. And what the dad said, oh, I'm going to break up with Linda. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when he finds new information... This is interesting information. This is interesting. Yeah. Like, so it's just really, really well done. Like you said, it doesn't have to have Dev in every episode. He can veer off and show showcase other characters, mm-hmm. and you're fine with it. Yeah, it's still good, you know. So it was, it was, it was refreshing to to see a different type of TV show. You know, mm-hmm. it was great, man. I I highly recommend it. You guys go ahead and watch it. I mean, and they're not that long. They're about 20 an average of about 25 minutes for each episode yeah um i think the last ones could be a little bit longer i think the the last one and second last one are about 40 minutes oh, okay. so but everything else dude but to me the the, the mvp the standout is uh the character of francesca dude i think it was just damn well, cool your jets dude relax man dude, goodness man. gracious i'm in love <laughs> but no no i i think she's just charming and just mm. i mean like you said she really has a lot to do with the chemistry is the beta report effect gonna take place on this one too dude she's gonna blow up dude we're gonna see francesca and everything everything dude uh but i think like you said most people are saying that 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 relationship is really the highlight mm-hmm. of it. so it's really it's really cool dude one of the things too is that um like uh even in the last one but it kind of seemed like in this one too and you know again I I only saw that one episode of New York. I love you, but it kind of plays off of what you were saying before. Like uh, Aziz has this uh, this quality in his writing to like develop uh, like three dimensional like authentic people to where like we literally got what each each of those vignettes was like maybe I'm gonna say like ten minutes long or something ten. 15 minutes long at most maybe like one of the stories maybe took a little bit longer than the other ones the new york story yeah yeah but but like like you said like each time you invested like you know five minutes with that character like he just managed to put them in situations where like it showcased their their realness i guess like the like they're they're like a real new york resident or whatever and this is what a day a day in their life would be like it's just i don't know it's just crazy that he was able to um just bring that to life in that short amount of time you know like yeah to the point where yeah you're like oh crap like this is cool like where do they end up after this and and like what happens to this that like why don't they come out in the show more often you know like um even that last that last scene you know where like they all kind of experience the end of that the death castle movie <laughs> yeah. and you see the guy <laughs> sitting next to him and like, I don't want to give anything away, but that just kind of like speaks volumes to like, like who that character is and what he was like, what you know Aziz managed to accomplish, you know, just through like his writing and like the characterization of that of of that you know one crab driver. That's just really good, dude. Like, and again, this is just like watching that one episode, so I'm excited to catch the rest of it, dude. And this is definitely a uh, a must see. It's, it's easy. It's pretty easy to to um binge because it's not really that hard yeah yeah it's it's uh they're only like i said an average of about 25 minutes so it's totally worth it dude it's totally worth it 
if uh, I mean it, it, it would have been our pick of the week last week. My bad because I forgot to put it in there, but uh, it, it could be one of our pick of the weeks for this week. Yeah, dude, for sure. No, definitely. No, we won't even say might be. It's like definitely a pick of the week. If you guys have the chance to watch this, definitely watch this because I'm going to watch it. Speaking and the of con, already saw it. So. Yes, it's great. Go watch it, dude. Let's do for it. Sure. Speaking of pick of the week. Pick of the week! Coming out tomorrow, and I think it'd be interesting to go ahead and watch, is uh, Tracy Morgan, Staying Alive. This is a stand-up? Stand-up, dude. What? On Netflix? Which, which, yes. It comes out out tomorrow. So let me play a little uh, clip from uh, Tracy Morgan, Staying Alive, the uh, stand-up for Netflix. When I came out the coma, I was behaving erratically. And the doctors told my wife, Miss Morgan has the brain trauma. And my wife looked at the doctor and said, nah, always been crazy. <laughs> when I was in my wheelchair, my daughter was 14 months old. I got to see her take her first steps. That inspired me to get out of my wheelchair and I took my first steps. So now me and my daughter walk hand in hand for life. Because we learn how to walk at the same time. That's magic. That's dope. I miss doing this. My grandmother prays all the time. And I say, stop. I will leave it at that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, just watch the rest of the trailer. <laughs> he says, stop stop praying or something like that. But <laughs> he starts cussing like crazy. But um, it'd be it'd be cool to watch just simply because it'd be not it would be cool to hear what his um what his uh um, I guess his experience after that huge accident that he had. He mm-hmm. almost died. He almost died when he got hit by a Walmart truck. Of all <laughs> things, he had a freaking Walmart truck. And uh, he was in a coma, like he said. So, um, you know, Tracy Morgan himself is just funny. And just the way he talks and everything, he's just hilarious. Yeah. The way he tells the stories. So it'd be it'd be interesting to see what he has to talk about after his old experience. So, For sure. Yeah, definitely, dude. So we got to put that as our pick of the week. Watch it out. It comes out tomorrow. Uh, while you listen to this uh, podcast, it is already out um, as of the 16th of May. Dope. So check So that, that and out. Master of None. Master of None, dude. You got to watch it. Season two. For sure. Actually, season one. That's the whitest way to say it, dude. For, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> check it out. But, uh, dude, that is all for us today. Let's we have do a it, dude. Shortened version because we're going to keep watching Master of None right now. For you tripping, dude. It's already like 50 minutes. What? Really? Yeah. It's I thought good. it was like 20 minutes, dude. For you tripping. You did a 20 it's impossible. minute podcast. It's impossible for us to do less than 45 minutes. Never. It's, it's never going to happen, dude. It's never going to happen, huh? It's just never going to happen. Never going to happen, dude. Hey, next week we're going to have Cat next week uh, back with us. What, what? We might have Gabasonico. Gabasonicos. Bionico? No, nah, I want to have a Bionico now. Billy Pong. Billy <laughs> Filipino. Filipino. He's a Filipino. Um, and uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, what do I have for next week, dude? What do I have for next week? I'm oh, yeah, our tripping. Alien Covenant review. You we're going to go ahead and review our tripping. Alien Covenant. We've got a lot of movies that we're going to have to uh, talk about because there will be no show on May 29th. That's Memorial Day. Well, we're so all going to be on vacation. Next week, we're going to talk about Baywatch. What? Baywatch. Pirates of the Caribbean. And Wonder Woman, dude. Damn. Do a little Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. 
I don't know how to do that sound, but that's pretty dope, though. <laughs> Wonder Woman. You guys know what I'm the talking 70s about. The 70s one. <laughs> I don't even know what that sounds like. Wonder Woman. Uh, so definitely, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing our episode with other people. Uh, tell all your friends about it. Uh, share. Oh, wait. On hold up. Oh, what? Uh, shout out to Justin Cruz, who hit us up with the blog. Oh, uh, the blog is back. This past uh, Friday, it's it's currently up. It's live. If you guys want to check out the unbeta opinion of a previously beta approved movie, Kong Skull Island, he had a few different takes than what we had. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, our boy Justin, he uh, wanted to lend his uh, thoughts and opinions on that movie. And uh, hopefully in the future, we'll get a few more from him. And... You know, hopefully this revives the blog a little bit. And we'll start writing a few Absolutely. more things. So go to our, our uh, webpage, thebetareport.com, and you'll see our blogs. You can catch all the older blogs that we had on there. We had some good stuff on there, too, from F. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> F. Ryan Moore. Uh, we got to get <laughs> that food to write some more back, too. Freaking Ryan. Um, so check out the blog, dude. Thank you, Justin, for uh, contributing. We do appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Uh, but uh, like our page. Uh, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook at The Beta Report. Until next week, this is Jeff. This is Jay. And this is The Beta Report. Beta Bros. Beta Bros. All up in this piece.